Thank you for tuning in to Z Code Sports Betting Podcast. Let the show begin. It's great to finally have this chat. I'm excited ahead of this conversation as I believe we have quite a lot in common. Uh, but obviously, before we get into the details, could you give me sort of your rundown of your background? Could you fill me in on where you're from and where did you grow up? Sure. Hi, Jake. First of all, I'm very honored and glad that you invited to, me to make this podcast. I want to say thanks to all the Z community. Um, it's a pleasure for me to be a part of this community. Uh, so I'm from Istanbul, Turkey. I grew up here, uh, but I'm half Turkish, half Portuguese. But I spent my childhood in Turkey, mostly in Istanbul. Uh, and as uh, as you can imagine, uh, Turkey's main sport activity is football. And I'm a huge okay. fan of Galatasaray from my childhood. Since we won the UEFA league back in 2000. So I went to study college in the States. Uh, I've stayed in uh, in the States for a couple of, not a couple of, four and a half years. And I okay. found about Z-Code back then. Um, so here we are. So I presume you're a quite young guy in that case. Yeah, I'm... Z-Code. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Uh, I'm 29 years old, actually. Uh, so it's, yep, yeah, I'm pretty young. Awesome. Pretty much very close to my age. I'm just a bit younger than you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, so you found Z-Code when you were in the US. Obviously, betting scene in Istanbul is quite different from US and obviously Portugal as well. So can I, could you give me a rundown of any sort of restrictions that you have in Istanbul right now when you're placing any wagers? Uh, sure. It's quite different like you said i mean uh, we have lots of restrictions until september 2020 this year uh, we didn't have a live betting system or uh, anywhere to place live bets uh, it's a bit di- mm, difficult and difficult to comprehend because i mean uh, in our countries betting system, let's say. Uh, by the way, I was betting uh, through sites like OneXBet or something like that, uh, through VPN. But uh, if you want to bet l- legally, uh, there's a ridiculous system. Like you cannot, for instance, you cannot uh, place uh, one game bets there's a requirement. Uh, you have to place at least three or four different bets. Uh, or, as I told you, uh, there were not live. Bet- there were not live betting till s- this September. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, but right now we have the legal live betting stuff. But the odds are, yeah, you cannot imagine the odds. E- even in the pregame bets. Uh, okay, I you you cannot place one game bets mostly in the big games like Galatasaray and Fenerbahce derby or 
let's say Manchester United and Manchester City derby. Yeah, they are opening uh, single game bets, but mostly you cannot. And in the live betting, for instance, uh, if the odds are on average in Europe, let's say they are uh, 2.0, uh, in Turkey's live betting system right now, it, it's it's like 40% down, 1.6 or something like that. So firstly, the odds are ridiculously low. Uh, the main reason is the government uh, gave this betting, how to say, how to say it, um, this betting issue to one company uh, and they are doing what they want in terms of the odds. Mm. If you are, yeah, they are one monopoly. They are in monopoly situation, so they're arranging what they want. It's crazy. So it's not even remotely comparable to the bookmakers from abroad. It's basically no. just as much money as they can make. Exactly. Whatever they want. Exactly. Wow. First, firstly, the odds are ridiculously low, but the, you can say, okay, I'll go with these odds. Uh, but the live betting uh, options are very restricted. For instance, you cannot place corner bets, card bets, uh, or player bets, for instance. Uh, and secondly, the odds are ridiculously low. I mean, I checked a couple of times. Uh, for example, if the European odd make, makers are giving odds for the home side home team to win 1.5, in here the odds are 1.08 or 1.1. 1. 1. Mm-hmm. You you won't bet like that. There is no reason to bet like in this ridiculous situation. That's crazy, and um, you probably had some sort of experience of this in the US as well, because that's where you found Z-Code initially. When I was in college, uh, a friend of mine was using Z-Code and he showed me the wall and the forums, the exports and stuff. And it in, I got interested in, but back then I wasn't placing bets uh, regularly. We were going to, since I was in Los Angeles, we were going to Vegas very often. And in the casinos, uh, I was betting or gambling, whatever. But in general, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't a regular uh, betting guy in online. And back back in Turkey, uh, dur- before college or during co- college years, uh, I was using the legal betting uh, stuff. So I wasn't a let's. We can put it. Uh, I we can say that I was a noob back then in terms of betting. <laughs> I was always uh, trying to do some challenging stuff. For example, I was combining uh, three or four games with bets like first half the home side will win, second half the uh, final time uh, the away side will win, and I was combining three or four games like this, trying to catch a ridiculous odds. Uh, but yeah, that was it uh, during college years. My betting culture was uh, stuck in this chamber. But after I find, found Z-Code, I got interested in uh, live betting and 
bank preparing a bankroll and managing it and after a while uh, I tried to manage my, my bankroll try to learn it uh, and here we are today <laughs> so you got an exposure to quite a lot of sports I suppose in Istanbul obviously football would be the biggest uh, I'm guessing right now yeah <laughs> but yeah in, exactly right and in, in the US you obviously have the, the other type of football so mm. um in, in terms of like if you were to determine which is your favorite sport how would you rank them which is your favorite what do you bet on usually the most the most nine, 99% of time I bet on football uh, in soccer I mean not uh, NHL but I mean mostly 99% of my time I uh, bet on football even though uh, in Zico there are very talented and uh, precious experts uh, the thing I like in betting is the the excitement and I try to watch the games uh, which I placed bet on or even if I'm not placing bets, uh, I'm still trying to watch as mu much as possible. So that's why I got stuck in be in betting uh, side. I stuck in football, and I don't understand the dynamics of uh, American football or let's say ice hockey. Um, yeah, of course, I watched basketball and I went to basketball games, but. Uh, the dynamics I love the dynamics of football and uh, it is what I understand more uh, it's what I'm feeling so I'm stuck in uh, football betting side all right so football is your favorite and we we know that by your system as well that you tend to run the life betting um the one question I kind of have is I mean you told me about your friend who got you into Z code by introducing you to it but what was the, the catching thing? What was the thing that made you realize that you want to join the community? The main thing was uh, that, as I told you before, even though if, I'm, if I wasn't back, bet, uh, placing any bets back then, uh, I loved watching football. And uh, when you're in this football culture, uh, for instance, in Turkey, uh, I was going to the Galatasaray's games uh, whenever they are pl playing at home. Uh, I was in the stadium and before the game began, uh, in the near side of the stadium, people were gathering and most of the time uh, we were either drinking something or a couple of our friends were placing bets. And back then I told to myself, okay, this uh, I learned about the C code back then, uh, and it can be really useful. And maybe after I learned something, uh, this betting could be a. I can gain some money out of this instead of just uh, placing really small amount of money in this uh, fantasy. Uh, play styles like I told you before first half and uh, final time bets uh, crazy high odds instead of doing that 
I told to myself I watch too many games uh, and yeah I can use this uh, football knowledge so in that point I said to myself okay well, let's give it a try and this was like maybe uh, four or five years ago I started small by small uh, step by step uh, back then I joined the Z code, but let's say I took a break for two years uh, because of some personal issues, not only from Z code, from this betting stuff and uh, from most of the my daily uh, stuff. But like one or one and a half years ago, I rejoined Z code, and this September uh, I said, okay, maybe I'll post some stuff maybe I'll learn from it and also I can be uh, I can uh, help people in uh, some kind of uh, betting but uh, don't uh, don't take me like a greedy person there are so many precious experts and uh, knowledgeable guys in Z code I'm just a little tiny uh, guy who just uh, posts his pics all right so when you were drinking something are you referring to yeni raki or yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's common actually you know what like uh, before corona one and a half year ago uh, we were drinking raka before the game and uh, in some restaurant after we took off from the restaurant while going to the stadium we took some beers with us <laughs> and i got, <laughs> i slept in the stadium after the 10th minute or so <laughs> I, I was so drunk and i i don't remember the whole game <laughs> it happened a couple of times i mean drinking jacke uh, was not the brightest idea <laughs> <laughs> I, Excuse my pronunciation. I know it's called Rake. I think that's the correct. Well, of course you would know better, but <laughs> no, no worries. <laughs> I try my best. <laughs> it's kind of surprising because the stadiums in Turkey are definitely very vocal. I could say, yeah, They're very loud. <laughs> I mean, I, most of the time, I I don't have any voice after the game. I mean, <laughs> uh, I'm just whispering. Uh, and not not only the Galatasaray stadium is like that as you know I mean most of the team stadiums are like that mm. uh, it's crazy but yeah they are very vocal <laughs> I remember when I was in Istanbul and there was um I was doing a sightseeing day so I was going from all of you know all of the uh, locations like the Besiktas stadium and uh, so yeah. on I was I was all over the place and uh, there was a couple who was getting married and they were going to all these locations and you know they they were taking photos about outside the Besiktas stadium I was like kind of surprised <laughs> as well you know <laughs> usually you try to I don't know maybe uh, maybe the, the 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 football team had was very close to their heart but you know if you find yourself a woman who goes to uh, Besiktas matches with you then you know I think it's a woman for life <laughs> I, anyway. In Turkey, you can see that. I mean, especially in Beşiktaş, by the way, uh, they have lots of women 
fans and uh, maybe some of them are louder uh, than us in the stadiums <laughs> in the games i mean it's crazy <laughs> wow i for in um, last year yeah last year i went to i was in paris uh, for a business trip and i went to mm-hmm. which game in the champions league uh, we drove with uh, in the group stage with paris saint germain uh, and which which other i don't remember the rest of the teams but i attempted to do the game uh, let let me check i will be um, championship group stage last year i was in paris stadium and ah yeah real madrid paris and club brush uh, was our group stage uh, paris was playing with real madrid unfortunately the dates were like that i mean there were uh, girls that i was playing with brush uh, in Brussels. Mm. i was in paris i went to the game i was like shocked i was uh, screaming louding uh, against uh, Real Madrid, of course, because I was in the Paris stadium. Uh, but uh, some guys, as they figured out that we were not uh, Parisians, uh, they asked and we said, "Oh, we are uh, supporting Galatasaray, etc. Uh, we will go through this uh, group stage with you guys." But uh, unfortunately, we were the last ones in the group stage. But it was fun. I mean, uh, whenever I'm in, uh, wherever I'm in, uh, I always, if I can find some uh, football matches, uh, I try to go to the stadiums and it's really fun. But mm-hmm. as you said, uh, especially I didn't want any stadiums in the east side of Europe. So that's, uh, I don't know the fans at there, but uh, whichever game I went, it was really quiet. People were like uh, watching the theater or something <laughs> after my experiences in Turkey. All right. All right. So you, you got a lot of um, experience from going to matches. I kind of want to move on to talking about your systems because those are um, another story. And uh, one of them is your, your live betting. You tend to yeah. bet live quite often pretty much every day. Uh, you release bets yourself as well to the community, which is great. So my question is, why is live betting your preferred way of betting? <laughs> well, pregame bets uh, seems to have much more unknown rather than live bets. Uh, for example, uh, in most of pregame bets, uh, most of the people are placing uh, to the favorite side rather than the underdogs. Uh, but in live betting, you can see the game. You can analyze with your own eyes that if the underdog is pressing or not. Uh, and I mean, you can see what's going on. Uh, for instance, this week, uh, I mean, last week, uh, Newcastle uh, was going to uh, was playing with Fulham. And uh, I was going to place the place a bet. Uh, I wrote it down to my notes. But in the warm-up session, uh, Ivan Cavallaro got injured and moved out from the starting eleven. Uh, and what, 
what I'm thinking is uh, he said he might not be the key player in Fulham, but he's a really important part of their attacking uh, structure. I looked to the match, but at the end I just said, okay, I won't. I will pass this uh, game. So in live betting, you can see the substitutions, the referees, uh, referees' decisions. Like if the referee is stopping the game a lot, or uh, if he's uh, making the players go on if he's playing it. So instead of free games bet, I like live betting a lot. And uh, if I was not watching the game, uh, then I mean I don't know if if it makes this much difference. Uh, the other side is I like to watching games, uh, whether or not the uh, the league is uh, Premier League or Turkish Super League uh, or I mean Student League. It doesn't matter. Uh, but I like watching games, and when I place the game. Uh, a bit more excitement is coming into me, so that's what I like. I mean, about live betting. You mentioned that you watch all of the matches as well that you bet on. Well, there are cases where you would be looking at, for example, like a you know third league of some crappy match, but you you find value in betting on it, and do you? Um, do you try to find streams for every single match or you just um, you analyze matches based on the uh, events that are happening? Because I think, for example, Bet365 have this like very specific screen where you can see the amount of corners, amount of attacks. It's, it's pretty, like, pretty much like watching the match, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, mostly I try to watch it, but if I say, uh, yes, I'm watching uh, all of the games, I would be lying. Uh, but I mean, sometimes I'm putting uh, a game from my iPad, one from my laptop, and one from the television. And <laughs> sometimes my wife is complaining about this, especially in the weekends. I mean, she's saying that oh, you are watching matches from everywhere. I mean, what I'm going to do, something like that. But uh, in, whenever I'm not watching it. As you said, bet three six five or uh, another sites uh, and then analysis. I'm taking down. I'm figuring out the numbers, like shoots of off target, on target, uh, the corners, offsides, yellow cards, uh, attacking positions, dangerous attackings, etc. I mean, maybe 30% uh, of the bets I'm placing, uh, I'm not watching. It's either uh, I don't have time for it at that moment, or I can't find any uh, live streams. As you said, I mean, in in some matches, uh, either the stream is very bad, the quality, the latency, or you can't find the streams. I mean, sometimes I can't, I can't find some streams for some games. So in that case, yeah, I'm uh, looking to the either Bet365 or some other sites, like similar to that. I want to know how you analyze these matches without revealing too much, obviously. <laughs> what goes into your analysis for each of your 
life paths? So firstly, uh, in the morning or uh, I mean, before the game has started, uh, mostly in the morning, I writing down the games and the, my possible bets. Uh, for instance, over one and a half goals, over two and a half goals, or something like that. I'm trying to analyze the numbers and percentages. For instance, the per the goal percentages of the teams, and most importantly, the leagues. Uh, also, I'm trying to, whenever I can, I, I'm trying to watch the highlights uh, of some teams' uh, previous games, and uh, that gives an uh, highlight. is not like a complete match, but uh, that gives you an idea about it. But uh, in the morning, like I said, I'm writing down the possible bets and uh, the games. And when the game goes live, uh, by the way, uh, during the... I'm writing down, like I said, the percentages of the goals. Uh, and the most, for me, the one of the most important part of what I'm looking is uh, the goal scoring or conceding uh, minutes of both teams. And secondly, the leagues. But in the, the minutes are mostly based on, the, of course, the teams, not the league. Uh, that goal scoring and conceding minutes, uh, it's an interesting uh, side of it. Uh, what I found, found out about, for example, before we start to this uh, chat, I was looking at the Cyprus League, uh, the Larnaca uh, game. Larnaca was playing with uh, Karmiotisa. I, I cannot pronounce it right, but uh, I didn't share it because I didn't place any bets on it, but I was uh, looking at the game and uh, the away side conceded uh, three or four, four goals in the last 15 minutes. Uh, however, the home side couldn't score any goals during that period, uh, but the home side was pushing for it and th that could be the first in this season for them to score in the last 15 minutes of the uh, of a game and they scored in the 87th minute and won by one nil <laughs> so <laughs> this minute stuff is uh, really get me into it uh, it excites me and uh, yeah like mo like most of the other guys uh, i'm trying to look at the uh, goals uh, league percentages, league overalls, and stuff. But also the minute side is for me is uh, I, it really excites me and uh, very important for me. So, what tools do you use? There is a lot of stuff going on in Z Code in terms of the availability of all sorts of different tools that you can use. Which ones are your favorite? Soccer, but is my favorite. One of the favorites. I mean. <laughs> That I love soccer, defin but definitive. <laughs> yeah, and also uh, a couple day days ago, the uh, the visual side of it uh, it's changed, and I love it. Uh, I want to thank you, thank uh, Z Z Code family and Z Tech 
uh, I mean, it's incredibly useful. Uh, and the latest version is really beautiful, really easy to use. Mm. So in Zico tools, yeah, Sucker Buddy, it's it's my favorite tool. I mean, uh, no doubt about it, no doubt about it. Uh, and the, I mean, the data is very strong, uh, very, very precise. You can uh, get most of it. I mean, you can benefit from the Sucker Buddy uh, really well. And uh, as far as tools outside of Zico go, what do you use generally? Generally, there's a site called Sucker Stats. Uh, in that Sucker Stats, uh, you can see the uh, what I told you, the minutes and uh, stuff. Also, uh, in the favorite leagues, let's say, uh, like uh, England Premier League, Germany, France, Italy, etc., and get taking some data from a couple of websites and mm-hmm. combining in an exile file. And also, I'm looking to Sucker Buddy and also my exile file, my data that I pulled uh, from the internet. Uh, through that numbers, I'm trying to select uh, games for uh, for that day. And whenever it goes live, if, if I have time and if I'm available to watch the game, I'm looking at the game. I, for instance, I say to myself, oh, this is the tempo is there. Uh, there could be so many goals in this game. And also I'm looking to my notes, what I wrote about that uh, game beforehand. Uh, and then I'm going for it or not. But uh, the data pooling site is very challenging. I mean, uh, pulling some data, combining them, pulling, uh, putting in the exile files, etc., and filtering them. It takes a lot of time, and uh, the for me the advantage uh, while do, uh, doing this is a very close friend of mine. He's a manager, football manager, and uh, he got subscri- subscriptions in some websites. Uh, for instance, I didn't know about them, uh, and I didn't have any idea what uh, data they had in those subscripted uh, football websites. And uh, thanks to him, uh, he's pulling me data from there. And also in that site, uh, for instance, uh, you can, let's say you like Bertrand Trode from Aston Villa. Uh, there are some highlights and uh, key stuff that you can watch in those websites. So I'm trying to, whenever I can, uh, I'm trying to watch some specific play, players' uh, tackles, for example, or how they use the uh, corners, free kicks, whatever. Uh, and after I see the lineup lineups, of course I don't know the all of the teams lineups or all of the players that I'm betting on. But in the major leagues, uh, I try to follow them in Twitter and in these uh, in these uh, with these other stuff. Uh, so I'm trying to combine the my uh, limited knowledge with 
these uh, datas and come up with some hopefully uh, winning bets. Cool. So this has become a <laughs> quite a trend lately with people generally having uh, some sort of their own data spreadsheets and stuff. That's really cool. That's cool that you're doing it. And it also gives you more um, knowledge in terms of when you're betting. Yeah, so I, I really like that idea. <laughs> um, and also I have to add uh, here that um, yeah, pulling the data side, it's really, uh, you have to put lots of hours in it and you have to work really hard to filter it right and stuff. But the second most important thing, uh, in my opinion, is uh, holding, I mean, keeping your bankroll uh, in somewhere. It's It can be either on some website, there, there are a couple of websites uh, which you can write down the bets, the units you are putting, or you can hold your own exile file, whatever, but uh, it's really important. I mean, uh, because if you don't do it, uh, you cannot manage it, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I will have to ask you this question, and I, I know I asked this to everyone, but I kind of want to know this from you, you as well. How do you go about a negative streak? Um, before commenting, commenting this question, I want to say that uh, I believe that in betting, knowledge is only knowledge and uh, data analysis and uh, game watching, etc. It's only the 49% of this betting, uh, and the rest, 51% of it, it's the luck part. You have to be lucky. Uh, I can say this for football. Uh, I mean, uh, but for example, you can play uh, underdogs, uh, underdog to win, but. Uh, the ref, some of their players can go uh, off in the 10th minute with a red card and you can lose. I mean, you have to have some luck. So everyone, uh, where I'm trying to come up with this is everyone uh, can and will have some negative streaks. Uh, if it was about always about winning, then uh, I guess we were not, uh, we wouldn't be talking about this. <laughs> Uh, it's a part of betting and uh, this negative streaks, but whenever uh, it happens, uh, what I do and what is my recommendation about it, at least taking a couple of days of break. Uh, because what I see from my experience and from myself that uh, after these negative streaks, uh, if I keep trying uh, to move on, keep trying to pushing it, uh, the greed part comes in. And uh, for example, in my experiences, when the greed, I, I become greedy, I just forget about the bankroll. Uh, I just uh, try to get away what I lose, lost and uh, placing bets for example, I'm usually placing one unit. Uh, at that moment, I'm placing 10 units, 15 units, 20 units. And if I lose it, uh, I said, I mean, uh, negative streak uh, becomes more uh, 
much more uh, negative. <laughs> so it's it's part of this betting stuff, and uh, the key thing is whenever you are in the negative streak, just take a couple of breaks uh, so you can see clearly what is in front of you. Uh, that's what I can say about it. Yeah, that's definitely a good advice for people who are just starting off. A break and a you know, fresh mindset going into a new bet is always the right choice. I feel like people make very irrational decisions when they're emotional. And it's always good to just cool down. You know, I've seen moments where you were placing bets, for example, I, I'm talking about myself, of course, I place bets and then the day is not going well, but then you kind of lose sense of where when you should when you should stop. But if you stop in the right moment and then start off tomorrow, for example, or the day after, you will you won't continue the streak. It's just the mindset that you were in at the moment uh, when you were placing the bets and you were losing them. If you start fresh, you will come in with a different mindset. You know, um, you may actually start winning all of the bets. It's just there are bad days and there are good days. That's how it is. That's the nature of life, I suppose. I agree 100 percent. And also uh, <laughs> what I experienced from myself that don't bet if you are a fan, if you are a supporter, don't bet uh, on the your team's uh, games. I mean, because you are biased, you cannot see clearly. Exactly. <laughs> I remember myself, uh, like <laughs> we drank liquor or beer or whatever, and went to the stadium, <laughs> and we we were in the mood, and I put all of my bankroll, hundred percent of it, uh, on us. And at the end of the by by the way, at the end of the day, if we lost that game, I'm losing both my bankroll and my mood. My mood is going to be. Uh, of course, I will be sad because I'm uh, I'm a fan, and but if I bet everything on our team to win, then I will also lose money. But if you win, and if I don't bet, then I will be happy. So I mean, there's no need if you are biased. Uh, just don't. Just take you <laughs> away from the bets. Uh, it, it will be my advice to everyone. I mean. Yeah, I 100% that. And the emotions that you get from winning when your team wins, um, that is enough for you to satisfy yourself rather than exactly. you know, having money on top of it. It's an additional emotion that you don't quite need because, yes, we do bet because we want to get emotionally connected to a specific event that. We, you know, when you have some money on a match, you immediately feel connected to the team. But the rationality came before hand, not exactly because of the you didn't bet because of the emotions you bet because you saw a good opportunity to bet. So that's how I, I completely agree with you on this. It's it's a great, great point. And to, you know, we've, we've had 40 minutes of conversation. I kind of want to wrap this up for you as well. Sure. Uh, my next question is to 
talk about the experts within the Zico community, there's a lot of amazing guys, and I kind of want to know who uh, caught your attention the most, and maybe those who who do you follow, if if anyone. First, I'm a huge fan. Uh, I mean, before posting pics and uh, before I started to show myself on the wall, uh, I was a huge follower and a huge fan. Um, firstly, I want to start with the guys who I follow, but uh, don't place their bets. The reason is, I want to say this in the beginning, is that mostly they are not uh, football. It can be NLB, NFL, NHL, uh, or basketball. Uh, I want to uh, keep a record of my bankroll and I don't want to divide it uh, for so many different experts or uh, so many different categories. The reason is uh, when I do it, I did it back then, uh, I cannot just control it. It's the only reason. Uh, for example, uh, in basketball, Luca is, by the way, I follow Luca in basketball and in football and uh, his draw system, which he currently started, is I'm following it, I'm loving it. Also, Robinson is doing really well in uh, this draw and both, item, both teams to score system, as well as Rogelio. Uh, but the, as I said, Rafa uh, is very precious when it comes to basketball. His ABCD quarter system uh, is amazing. Uh, whoever likes basketball, it's, I mean, uh, I love it. Also in live betting, the Dragon, Vincent, Otteri and Nikita, they are like, they're on an, another level. Uh, they're the guys uh, who inspired me to post my picks. Also, uh, chess masters in football uh, and Gergely. Uh, his daily routine, their daily routine picks are awesome. And I couldn't go on without saying Stamos and his systems. Uh, he's combining football and basketball. Uh, and I mean, he's daily doing his best. And uh, I mean, Stamos is it's, he's really kind as well. I mean, he's always supporting everyone in this community, especially me, and he's encouraging people to go on. So mostly these guys, and also for the last days, he's not around, but I've been following Rasputin. I guess he's one of the, the he's very old in, in this community. He goes back uh, years back. Uh, most of these guys, uh, unfortunately, like I told you before, I don't place uh, every pick they're po posting because of the bankroll management stuff. But uh, if even though if I'm not uh, placing those bets, uh, I'm trying to watch their uh, movement in the wall and in the forum, their systems, uh, even though if it's, if it, it's not the same sport like football, basketball and MLB or the rest, uh, the systems of the experts can give you an 
give you bright ideas and uh, can give you a perspective and you can just with with some small touch touches you can uh, really do well uh, by trying to learn from them mm. and uh, once again uh, i want to say uh, thank you to all the z community uh, for this opportunity like i told you, if you continue uh, to have a chat i can say 10 or 15 more names <laughs> to you <laughs> uh, so thanks to everyone uh, for doing their best and uh, for uh, trying to give uh, their hard works and most importantly their times uh, to this community mm. it's a it's a great bunch of people everyone in the same purpose we, we should say that they're in it to help one another because through that selflessness they gain something themselves as well so you know it's it's a great thing that this community is so well put together everyone is in there to help one another i absolutely love it uh, and I second that, what you just said. On that matter, I kind of want to find out if you're working on anything new in specific. I know you're a live betting guy and you stick to your guns, but, but you also play with numbers. So maybe there's something new upcoming that you may want to talk about. By the way, uh, you said numbers and uh, one of the num not a numbers guy, but numbers girl <laughs> in the uh, Z code is Mete. Uh, oh, yeah. She she's really uh, her podcast was uh, really fun as well. But uh, she's really uh, I'm not an expert as she is in terms of numbers and uh, brilliant touches. I mean, uh, thanks to her, she's. Doing an amazing for amazing job for all of us, and uh, sharing her uh, ideas and uh, researches and stuff, and uh, it's amazing. So currently, uh, by the way, I want to just quickly uh, summarize one this uh, live betting. In sometimes I'm writing late over uh, next mm -hmm. to the bet. The late over part stuff is this, uh, what I learned uh, and uh, got it from the numbers and uh, stuff in in some time. So at the seventh uh, ninth minute of the game, uh, if the game is over three and a half goals, and if both sides has scored, uh, then it's really good to have a late over but uh, i have a couple more uh, points to add uh, the head to head between those two games uh, two teams uh, the last 10 uh, head to head games uh, the eight of the last 10 or seven out of the last 10 uh, more than 70 percent of the games has to be over uh, and there shouldn't be any red cards in the game. Lastly, there shouldn't be any uh, goal scores, scores between 17th and 79th minute. Uh, I'm going for it. I'm going for late over. And also if the league's per goal percentage is high, 
For example, today uh, there were this Alkmaar game, Al Alkmaar versus Vitesse. Uh, the game was three to one. Uh, Alkmaar was leading three to one. But I didn't want for the late over. The only reason was uh, Alkmaar scored their goal in the 75th minute. Uh, most of their head-to-head -head games, they were over as well. But uh, since the last goal was scored in the 75th, uh, I didn't want for it. Also in today's wall, you can see uh, I posted one late over, uh, which we won. Uh, I mean, right over. If we, if you get into it, uh, you can really benefit from it. It's an amazing, uh, let's say, system, and uh, hopefully uh, we will, as a community, will benefit and uh, smash the bookies <laughs> from it. Awesome, Ali. I wish you best of luck with that system. Really excited to, you know hear more from you guys especially yourself uh, I, this was a great podcast i love the enthusiasm i love the energy as well you know you shared a lot of information with us and i'm really grateful for it and i'm grateful for the fact that you are part of the community as well i wish you best of luck <laughs> thank you Jake. thank you for the opportunity it's been a pleasure for me uh, yeah. and uh, thank you again to the old community uh, it's a lovely place to be and uh, it's an amazing place to start to learn the insights of betting in every kind of sport, not in foot, only football. Thank you for listening to our Z Code Sports Betting Podcast, where insider systems, secrets, and tools are revealed to help you win on sports betting. If you have a comment or question, make sure to visit us at www.zcodesystem.com. Download our free sports prediction tools and join our VIP club to follow winning systems from people who make a living betting sports professionally. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. See you next time.